Welcome to the Steady Picks Fantasy Football Show. I'm your host, Big John, and really excited to kick off the fantasy show uh, for this year's football season. And it wouldn't be right if I didn't have the Steady Picks champion with me on today's show. Donnie, how you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. You know, it's it's one of the best times of the year. Fantasy football, the uh, redraft season's back in the swing of things. Um, and I'm ready for another successful season. Well, I have to tell you, I'm surprised your finger's not broken. Uh, the way you were flaunting that ring at the fantasy football draft, it was getting me nauseous. But uh, as, as, as I'm really looking to be able to get one this year as well, but you were really flaunting that thing around, letting everybody know that you're trying to get one for your second finger. Yeah, you, you blame me, Big John. I gotta, uh, that's a lot of hard work. Uh, to get that ring. No, I, 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 I commend you. It is a lot of hard work as uh, some real experts in this league. You know, I finished third and, and thought I had a great team, but there's no easy wins when uh, in the steady pick league. So uh, looking forward to hopefully uh, maybe we'll meet in the championship this year. But um, what I wanted to do was, you know, we had so many emails that came in, Donnie, around fantasy and different questions and kind of everybody knows about rankings and where to go, and there's so many different ways to get them. I think today what I want to do is talk about some of the pertinent information that came in uh, on the Steady Picks website and, and discuss that. And, and probably the most request we had was talk about the, the stock risers and who's fallen throughout the preseason. And, you know, there's been some risers, and I think there's been some fallers. And I guess, Donnie, Talk to me about who you have as your risers and fallers, as I know you watched every minute of the first couple preseason games. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, there's a lot of uh, quote-unquote fantasy football experts out there. Some will tell you you can't put much stake in the preseason. Some will tell you uh, preseason shows you a lot of what's going to happen in the regular season. And I think you need to find that, that middle ground where it's not the end-all, be-all. But um, but um, they're certainly trying. The coaches are trying to tell you things that you can sort of piece together to to try to have a more successful draft. Um, and I would say, uh, first and foremost, um, what's happening in the Commanders' backfield uh, it's certainly been interesting to follow throughout camp uh, and preseason. They spend a third round pick Robinson of Bama, and and all the reports have have shown that he might be the running back one in that backfield. Um, and it's interesting to say with Antonio Gibson coming off back-to-back RB1 seasons in fantasy football, and now he's, he's looked to have a much lesser role, it appears. Um, well, personally, I don't believe it's as bad as some seem um, with Antonio Gibson as far as how his usage will be affected with Brian Robinson. Uh, it's certainly worth noting that the rookie is, is turning some heads. Yeah, and I agree with you. You know, I think Antonio Gibson, if you haven't drafted, is falling down, you know, the rankings. And I still believe this might be a little motivation, uh, you know, with, with, with Brian Robinson here to, to kind of push him. But I think that when we get started, and I think when we're talking about the middle of the year and the end of the year, I still think Gibson's going to be the guy there. But certainly, uh, he's on his back for sure. I just think there's some motivation going on there as he's fumbling a little bit during the preseason and in practices. So I just think this is more of a, 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 a push to say, you know, Antonio, we have somebody behind you. You need to get it together. 
Right, right. And, and everyone wants to talk ADP, ADP. Where are these guys being drafted? Um, and we're seeing Antonio Gibson plummet, whereas at some point he becomes a value. Um, we, like I said, we've seen him have back-to-back fringe RB1 seasons. Um, so the talent is certainly not a question. It's just going to be how the coaching staff utilizes them. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. I'm, I'm curious on your take because on this particular player, as I've been so impressed with this person, um, George Pickens, the wide receiver out of for Pittsburgh, I know his ADP is about 60 right now, but I'll tell you, I don't know if you caught the game against Seattle, that touchdown catch that he had was, was absolutely spectacular. But, you know, I've heard several interviews with him, and, and this guy's a competitor. I mean, he's a he, this guy is somebody that you know I think is is going to really be able to make an impact right out of the get-go he's he's turning everybody's heads what's your thoughts about George Pickens and and what he might be able to do in that Pittsburgh offense I know there's some quarterback issues there right there's there's certainly no questioning his talent his athleticism you know he's kind of a, a freak and alpha some would say um, but there's certainly uh, QB concerns that might hold him back. There's so many players in that offense that are going to command uh, targets. It's going to be interesting to see what kind of role George Pickens carves out. Um, at his current ADP, I have a, I have a tough time drafting him. Um, <clears throat> once we get later into the show, we'll talk about maybe some, uh, some fantasy-relevant rookies. I have one guy that's going several rounds later than George Pickens, who I think could have – uh, more productive first season, rookie season, uh, in a better offense. So as far as George Pickens goes, I don't question his talent. I don't question his athleticism. But in year one, I don't know how much productivity he he, he might give you. Yeah. And and as far as you, you had mentioned, you were talking a little bit about the running back situation and, and obviously Antonio Gibson being pushed. You know, I'd like to, to get your thoughts on that Houston backfield. As you know, Marlon Mack came over and people thought that Marlon Mack was going to be reborn again and, and just be the guy in, in Houston. And, and Damian Pierce seems like, you know, all of a sudden he might be the guy getting the carries uh, for that team. What have, you, what have you thought about that whole Houston backfield and, and, and his run? rise or, or maybe it's not even a rise I should say Max Dima you know falling yeah uh Damian Pierce is certainly probably the most gifted back in that backfield I, th- I think he might be a fringe RB2 just because there's no one else in that backfield like he's competing with Rex Burkhead and Marlon Mack um so he should be able to carve out some sort of fancy relevant role um but he, he's another guy his ADP has has begun to steam maybe too high where where there's no value drafting him at his current spot but but he certainly should get an opportunity at a at a decent amount of of carries and and maybe some targets yeah he certainly looked good the you know last game with five carries rushing for 49 yards where where mac i think had three attempts and i think averaged two yards attempt for till six yards let me ask you you know let's talk a little bit about about these rookies and and rookies because there's a lot of you know receivers that were drafted early I'm a big believer that the way you win the league is you capitalize on picking the right rookies explode obviously we saw Jamar Chase and, and, and many other people do it this year Donnie you know who do you think are the rookies that are going to be really fantasy relevant to jump out at you first guy that, that comes off to me who I was able to to get in our steady fix draft is Jalen Tolbert um, all the sources out of Cowboys camp say Tolbert had a, had a very productive summer. Um, you know, they lose Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup will start the year injured. 
So Tolbert has an opportunity to really carve out a, a, a decent amount of targets. Um, I believe in his talent. So I, I really think Jalen Tolbert is a steal late in drafts simply because of the opportunity for targets um, in, a, in what should be a, a pretty good offense. Yeah, you know, I, I agree with you with that, um, that I think that, that he can be somebody that's going to get some targets. I mean, there's going to be a lot to go around. That's a high-scoring offense, and you know they'd like to throw the ball. I, I, you know, I'll tell you, I find Drake London interesting. You know, he's, you know, the Falcons, this is the second year in a row that they used a top pick to get a unicorn type of pass catcher. Obviously, we know uh, they did pits the year before, but I just think, you know, he is clearly has to be the number one wide receiver there, you know, as far as besides for Pitts. Um, so I think this USC guy, I think he's went to a perfect situation where I think he can be really relevant. And the only other person that really jumps out at me, and I'm curious on your thoughts, is, you know, this Jets backfield, you know, with, with Hall back there, he seems to be an animal. He seems to be making people forget about, you know, that there's competition at backfield. And I think that Jets team, they've made a lot of changes. I mean, their offense could be explosive. A lot of it's going to depend on the quarterback play. But what's your thought process around, you know, relevancy with these rookies like Hall and maybe Drake London? Yeah, you know, those are those are two guys that are highly touted rookies. Um, it just comes down to ADP. What are you willing to to pay for for these two guys? Um, Drake London, you have you're, you're right. I he's in a position to be the number one receiver in Atlanta, but Kyle Pitts isn't going anywhere. We're unsure of how, how productive that offense will be. As far as Brees Hall goes, um, I think the ceiling is, is unknown for this guy. What happens with Michael Carter moving forward? Um, you know, they drafted him last year. Is, is he, is gonna, he going to be put on the back burners, or is there going to be some sort of uh, mix with these backs? Yeah, I, I kind of like, you know, you keep mentioning ADP, and I agree with you. Everything's about value. You know, people always say, how do you feel coming out of the draft? Because that's the first aspect of winning your league. It starts with the draft. You know, and then obviously the, the pickups and, and who you play come into play. But, but you know, I'll tell you, and, and I do believe you want to get a bargain on everybody. So I always rate my draft on looking at my players, where their current ADP is, and where did I get them at. So that's a big thing for me. I, I kind of like, as a flyer, I kind of like the ADP of Traylon Burks, you know, with the Titans, especially with A.J. Brown gone. I mean, I could see this guy. There could be 100 targets this guy could get. What are your thoughts around Traylon Burks and his, and his ADP? Well, I'm a big fan of Traylon Burks. Um, whether he kind of figures it out this year or next year will be, will be the big question. But, but man, he's... I think he's a special talent. Um, heck, I think he's more talented than maybe any other receiver that went in this draft. Um, but his ADP has begun to fall because of, uh, you know, they said he was out of shape. They, he had some injuries. He's running the wrong routes, stuff like that, um, which he will certainly need to figure out. But, but I have no worries that he will. Um, and I'm a big Traylon Burks fan. Yeah. And, and let me, let me throw another question at you. You know, these late round flyers, you know, a lot of people when they're drafting and they start to get to the last couple rounds, they almost tend to think they don't matter. So some people will just let auto draft do it. Some people will just turn around and pick up, you know, players that, that there's not even a thought behind. 
I, I've gone back over the years, and, and I really believe that, that some of these late-round people, these flyers, you know, could be the difference of you kind of winning or losing your league. Um, so I'm a big believer that every round matters, whether you're handcuffing, whether you're backing somebody else up, whether you're taking a, a, you know, a flyer on somebody that has huge upside. Um, so with me... You know, I have a couple that jump out at me, um, and I'm curious on your thought process, but let me throw this name at you, because most people don't even know this person, and that's Isaiah Likely, the tight end at Baltimore. But I'm telling you, this person, he has unbelievable hands, he's a beast, and, and I think that they may start to use some tight end sets, and if God forbid anything happens to Andrews, this guy has really, really impressed me, if you're looking for a late round tight end flyer. What's your thought on any late round flyers that maybe you've gone after, Donnie, and some of the drafts you've done, or, or maybe the people should be aware of? First of all, first and foremost, I need to get this off my chest. Um <clears throat> If you're in a league with with a defense and a kicker, my opinion is don't even draft one. We're talking about defenses and kickers being drafted far too early um, where I can draft some of these guys we're talking about. And then right before the season starts, then I get my defense, then I get my kicker. And then I drop the guys that, oh, they didn't pan out exactly how I thought they would. Um, And I can just stream my kick or stream my kicker stream my defense each week depending on matchups sort of give yourself a one-up you have two more of those sort of flyer guys we talk about um whereas other teams don't you know i agree with you you know it's funny in some of these drafts i'm in you know i think kickers most people tend to to really really wait i've been in a couple high stakes draft leagues where actually a couple people grabbed, you know, the Buffalo Bills defense with like the, uh, you know, 13th round, which to me, I'm like you. I mean, you know, defense, I- I'm playing, you know, unless they're they're phenomenal. But if you look at the Bills, right, and you took the Bills, you're not, you're not playing the Bills this week. It's a tough first week. I mean, you have to play them if you draft them early, but you can always stream kickers and always stream defenses. And statistics will show you'll do as well, if not better, because like you said, you could take advantage of maybe getting a late round fly so I, I agree with you with that. Is there any flyers that that you have targeted, or you uh, that when you're going in it, that you're looking for in these later rounds that you think have high upside? Yeah, first guy Rondell Moore. Mm. Um, you know, was drafted last year, coming into his second year. Cardinals coach Cliff Kingsbury has publicly said they need him to get in the ball more out in space, um, whether that be as a pass catcher or, or receiving handoffs in the backfield. Um, I think Rondell Moore is, is very good. In, in open space, and I think they need to utilize that. And if they do, um, obviously no Hopkins for the first six weeks. Um, I really think Rondell Moore is a, a good good late option for you and what should be a very good offense. Yeah, no, I agree with that 100%. Um, and my last thing I wanted to, to ask you about, Everybody talks about breakout players. You know, I I have to find the breakout player of this year. You know, if I'm going to win, I need that breakout player. You know, last year, you know, it was Cooper Cup that some people, you know, wind up taking in the fourth round. Um, You know, Jamar Chase, you know, the breakout players that maybe you're, you're not thinking about but could really have that monster year. Anybody jump out at you as 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 a breakout player that you're targeting? Big John, if the listeners, one thing and one thing only, draft Cortland Sutton. I'm drafting him in every every format, every draft I get, and I, I want 
Corlin Sutton stock. I could not agree with you, Donnie Moore. Russell Wilson looks for connections, and he's found that connection with Sutton, just like he had with DK Metcalf. So I agree with you. He's a guy that I am going all in to make sure he's on my rosters. I, I couldn't agree more. Speaking of, of, of a receiver, what's your thoughts on Alan Lazard, you know, becoming the Devontae Adams for Aaron Rodgers? I uh, I don't particularly see it happening. I see more of the Devontae Adams targets going to guys like Aaron Jones, uh, A.J. Dillon, uh, things of that nature, rather than Alan Lazard sort of overwhelming all of, of Devontae Adams' targets. But is there, there is another guy that I am – or two receiver, two more receivers who I'm, I'm very high on having sort of a, maybe a career year, and that's Marquise Brown and Allen Robinson. Um, both will play in, in pass-heavy offenses – uh, both have the talent, have shown that they can be productive in the NFL. Um, again, Marquise Brown's another guy on the Cardinals with Hopkins out six weeks. It wouldn't surprise me to see uh, Marquise Brown as a wide receiver one for those first six weeks at least. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I'm a huge Robinson fan. I mean, let's look at what he's done with really no quarterback wherever he's been. I think he's rejuvenated there in L.A. And I think you're going to see a monster year for him. And, and like you said, with Marquise Brown, you have no Hopkins there. And he's proven last year, right, Donnie, that he's just not a guy that can catch the ball downfield. You know, for the bombs, he was starting to catch those intermediate routes. And he, he, he proved he could be a possession receiver. Big John is going to give a pearl. Big John doesn't give out pearls all the time. But when I do, like I've done in golf and, 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 and picks, they usually have a lot of substance behind them. I'm going to give you Absolutely. Donnie. Here's the pearl. The breakout player, based off his ADP, that will shock people at the end of the year will be Brandon Ayuk of the San Francisco 49ers. Where he's going and what you're going to see him do, watch, remember that name that Big John threw out, Brandon Ayuk, when we're looking at where receivers stack up at the end of the year. Your thoughts? I, I completely agree, Big John. Uh, um, we kind of saw him get out of the, the doghouse with, with Kyle Shanahan um, late in the year last year. And, and all the reports from the summer and, and through preseason is that that hasn't changed um, with the with the QB position being Trey Lance's now. It should be a more more opportune uh, time for Brandon Ayuk to for Trey Lance start to work the ball down the field um, a little bit more and show off his arm talent. Um, so so yeah, I, I love Brandon Ayuk and it's going to be it's going to his production is going to revolve around Trey Lance. You know, if Trey Lance sort of takes that step that most of us think he will, the sky's the limit for Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, I agree. And I, and I really do believe he, he deep inside, you know, he's got a little bit of attitude. I think, you know, with all the Debo attention going on and, and like you said, now he's out of the doghouse and Shanahan is going to make sure, you know, as everybody else is getting some double coverage like Debo, he's going to find a way to get this guy the ball in space. So I, I, I'm really high, just like you're grabbing something all over the place. I'm really high to try to get him, you know, any way I I can, especially as far as he's dropping. And I'll just throw one last name at you, which is really not a, a surprise. I think a lot of people has him as a breakout player. But, you know, running quarterbacks, and that doesn't matter to me what the format is in fantasy, whether we're playing, you know, half-point PPR, PPR, standard. You know, running quarterbacks have phenomenal value. 
and especially running quarterbacks that can do both, right? They can throw and they can run, like a Josh Allen. But a Josh Allen, you're going to pay up for. I think a couple quarterbacks that fall under that category that I think you could should look at if you're going to draft a quarterback, you know, in those middle rounds, should be Jalen Hurts, who now has the weapons, And I think Trey Lance, you know, has that running ability. And I think Shanahan, again, will scheme some offenses where he's not going to let him fail, especially with, you know, the situation with Garoppolo. Your thoughts on those two quarterbacks real quick and as as potentially breakouts? Oh, I love them both, Uh, you know, especially Jalen Hurts. I I don't think it's out of the question where where he's not a top three quarterback in fantasy football come week 17. I really think he's if he takes that next step, like you said, with his his rushing ability, um, they've they've shown that they've let him run, you know, inside the red zone, and and he has that opportunity for touchdowns. Um, like I said, I really think Jalen Hurts could end up being, you know, a top three, top five fantasy quarterback, and at the price you're paying for him, you know, it's you can't beat that. Yeah, no, I totally totally agree. Any, I know we're, we're kind of running out of time here. Any other comments or points that you want to mention to the listeners uh, on the show here, Donnie, before we wrap this up? No, it's been a pleasure hopping on the show. Um, you know, like we kind of mentioned before, ADP, ADP, it's, it's very important. And if, the more you can wrap your head around it, and like you had mentioned before, Big John, find guys at value, right? Instead of reaching a full round for a guy, um, find guys at value. Well, there you go. You know, in the Steady Picks Fantasy Football Radio Show, you heard it from Donnie, last year's champion, and in all honesty, probably the biggest pain in the ass when I'm playing against him in league, especially when he's picking before me. This is a man that uh, really knows what he's talking about. So, again, uh, Steady Picks Fantasy Football uh, show will be back again next week. Please, any questions that you have, any topics, send them to Steady Picks uh, uh, to the Steady Picks website. And again, remember to sign up to uh, SteadyPicks.com as it's free. Uh, enjoy the show. Thanks again, Donnie, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Always a pleasure, Big John. Sounds good. Take care, Donnie.